This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council On Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC On Air, 6pm Tuesdays with podcasts available anytime from oar.org.nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Assalamu alaikum wanakum namaskaram nihama welcome to another wonderful episode of DMEC on air on Otago Access Radio you are with Lux today today is a wonderful celebration of wahini today is the international women's day so we have with us Maria Boldain from Waitaki. She's the president of the Waitaki Multicultural Council and she's a wonderful women's leader. And we're going to find out what it means to be a part of the International Women's Day. So Maria, thank you for your time. Kia ora, Lux. Thank you very much for calling me. <laughs> Absolutely. So today is you know, a very special day. We are celebrating all the wonderful Wahinis, uh, the leaders. And, and you know, uh, we have the pleasure of having you on our radio show. Um, and, you know, you are inspiring a lot of future leaders. And tell us, what does it mean for you mm. uh, to, to celebrate the International Women's Day? Well, uh, for me, um, International Women's Day is well celebrated in Uruguay and all around South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, it's a very important um, day and um, I really like to um, celebrate also here in New Zealand. Yeah. I found that during uh, many years that it wasn't um, celebrated in the same way that we used to do in South America. So I'm really happy now to see that we can do it. So because this really means a special day for all the wonderful um, women that are doing so much for our community. Mm -hmm. And, And it's, you know, Every day is important uh, to celebrate the work that the women are doing, mm-hmm. but to have one special day, it is uh, to have awareness of what we're doing, to celebrate and to have the special conversations that happen during the 8th of March. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria, what is, who is your inspiration for your leadership? You know, do you have a role model and why? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't really have one role model in particular mm-hmm. um, because what I said before, um, we do really celebrate in South America. We have the uh, uh, very conscious about the fights in 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 the work of many uh, wonderful women. So mm-hmm. I don't have one in particular, mm-hmm. uh, even though we you know always talk about Frida Kahlo from mm-hmm. Mexico. Right. Uh, but it's not just it is not just one. I mm-hmm. think I have wonderful woman in my family. Mm-hmm. I um, you know inspiration from. 
uh, the, the woman said, especially from my uh, father's grandside, mm -hmm. coming from the Basque country to Uruguay uh, by herself and being a single mother, yeah. you know, many, many years ago. Yeah. So I think if, uh, she is a very special um, inspiration for me, yeah. uh, but, you know, uh, I can really find so many others around uh, New Zealand, around the world um, that, that, that inspired me to keep working. Wow, wow, wonderful. <laughs> Very good answer. Um, so tell me, I mean, my last question is, you know, how, why and mm -hmm. how we, we should and, and we should inspire the future ethnic women leaders in Aotearoa, New Zealand? Mm, mm. I think it is uh, important to um, inspire the, the ethnic women to uh, be heard, to have a voice, mm -hmm. uh, because that is the best way of um, uh, keep uh, settling in New Zealand. I think it is very important that every woman that comes to New Zealand from other countries, from other culture, uh, they feel safe yes. and they feel that they have a place and they have a voice. So for me, it is really important to keep working day by day in, mm -hmm. in all around New Zealand mm -hmm. for that to happen, feeling safe mm -hmm. and, and having a voice. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Can we do anything as, as uh, ourselves or men uh, that can help to, to generate more leaders? You know, mm, that that that's an interesting question. But I think that um, what you're doing today is, you know, is great. In in and I think that is the way to go to keep the conversations open mm -hmm. and to create in um, spaces to to talk. I think that is the best way that um, you know males and females can work together. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Maria, for your Thank time. Thank you for calling. <laughs> and and I always respect your leadership, and I learn a lot from you. And um, you know, you are an inspiration to to a lot of uh, you know young women out there. And thank you for all the work that you are doing. Thank you very much for calling. <laughs> On behalf of BMEC, uh, wish you all the very best and a happy Women's International Women's Day again. Thank you very much. And for all the women of the Nidan as well. Wonderful. Today, for the International Women's Day, we are talking to some of the wonderful Wahinis from Dunedin Multi Ethnic Council. And we also have today Yuja Kim, who's also the president of the Korean Society in Dunedin. And, uh, no, Dunedin so Korean Society. Dunedin Korean Society, yes. Yuja, yes. how are you? Fine, thank you. Right, so happy International Women's Day to you. Thank you. I didn't realize today is Women's Day. That's no problem, no problem. Every day should be a Women's Day, isn't it? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, Yuja, please tell us about yourself and how did you become the president? You know, tell us about your society. Uh, we, we made a Korean society in 1995. Sure. And then register in the Incorporated Society in 1996. And so far, how many years? 26 years. 
Japanese and Korean society. Right. And right. I was the president from 2005 until 2015 for mm. 10 years. Wow. Because nobody wanted. Right. And I retired 2005, and then I've got some time, so I helped society for 10 years. And then on how many how many presidents? There was uh, two more male presidents. One Kiholi for 2015 till 2017. Right. And at the time, 2017 December, and we couldn't elect any president. Mm-hmm. So 2018, we don't have any president. Mm-hmm. So 2018 December, we have we had an extraordinary meeting mm-hmm. with. The, 25 members sign and pay the membership fee. Mm-hmm. And then we choose Gyeongil Cha as the president. Wow. After two years later, again, nobody wants to be a president. Mm-hmm. And I was elected, but I refused twice. Right. But there was no people who want to be a president. So mm-hmm. I it's a hard job. It's a hard job. A lot of, lot it's of not dedication. It's a hard job. It's, I could say it's a kind of a pleasant job. Right. You look after the uh, you look after the community people. Yes, that's true. And then finally, to uh, July, August 2021, the Korean Korean Society was nominated uh, president award from Korean Embassy in Wellington. Wow. And then yeah, 2000. I think it's 2021 uh, August. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. So you are a, you are a, you are a woman woman leader. You know, you are a role model for for a lot of women out there. So tell us about uh, you know your leadership. You know how how is it and why is it important to to generate more women leaders like yourself? I don't want to be a president, but there is nobody who wants to be. That's why I was chosen again. Mm-hmm. So I decided uh, for two more years, I will work for the community. So it will be end of this year. Sure. Why is, it important? why is it important to, to empower the next generation of ethnic women to be leaders? You know? What do you think about that? Give us an, give us your opinion about other women leaders. How do we create them? Uh, compared to the men, yeah. women women leaders are more uh, honesty mm-hmm. and also work very hard for the community. Right. Because men has a lot of things to do, but women look after the society more uh, seriously or... Passionately. Yeah, passionately, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. why. Yes, I know you. You're a very passionate leader. So tell tell us, uh, tell tell our audience, how can you do, how can we do to help uh, create more leaders like yourself? What can we do? What can we do? Yeah. Do your best. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do your best with your own passion mm-hmm. and honest and for the people. Okay. And when I've got interview from world Korean leaders mm-hmm. by Korean government, mm-hmm. Korean broadcasting, and I tell them, 
do your best. Uh, work for the community with your passion. Yeah. And I think honesty with your own true heart, it works. Wow, wonderful. Thank you, Yuja. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you very much. And your passion and your commitment to the community. And uh, we wish you all the best. And I also want to thank you for your services to the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council, the Korean community, um, and, you know, inspiring the future leaders, Yuja. Okay. Thank you very much. We have another wonderful young Wahine on our show today to celebrate the the fantastic International Women's Day today. So we have our uh, DMEC Youth Coordinator, Ranisha Chand, um, who has been fantastic. She's also part of the Shakti. So we, give, give me a, you know, help me to welcome Ranisha onto the show. Hello, Ranisha. Hi, Lags. Thank you for inviting me on. Absolutely. My pleasure. And happy International Women's Day to you. Same to you and all the women in your life that have been key into making who you are today, I guess. Oh, absolutely. You know, my sister, my mother, and my two daughters always telling yeah. me, Daddy, lose some weight. Lose some weight. <laughs> keep, keeping me on, on, on track, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so, Renisha, tell, tell me, what, does, what is the significance of International Women's Day for you? I think uh, um, there's two big takes for me on International Women's Day, right? So mm -hmm. the first one will be to celebrate not just only the individual achievement, but the collective achievement of our women. I think, you know, women at times have it quite tough in terms of changing some structures that are systematically patriarchal um, and, you know, fighting against that and becoming who they are. So I think for me, celebrating individual and collective achievements of women is something that I do on International Women's Day. I think the second thing that I also do is reflect on why issues like um, sexual violence, gender-based violence, um, you know, racist structures and discriminatory structures against our women are still a thing in 2022. So while it's a celebrate, uh, it's a celebratory day, it's also one of a reflection for me. Oh, wonderful! That's a great answer, Renisha. So that will lead me to to the, my next question: uh, What can we do to improve, to make uh, you know a life or or things better for the Wahines out there? And what are the issues? Do you think? I think there's uh, um, a sea full of issues against women and, you know, that women are dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. But what I can request and ask for our, um, you know, our male population, our gender diverse population to do is to stand in solidarity with women when she's trying out something. And as well as, you know, challenge structures in your own capacity as being the man, as being, you know, gender diverse people that they are and saying, is this space inclusive? for women, be it uh, on a board, you know, making a decision, are the seats e equivalent to the women that are also present or um, is, does the issue, does a panel also consist of the women that they should? So just challenging um, and questioning, is this place inclusive for our women? What are we doing in our own capacity to ensure that it is a place where women can also stand up, can, you know, contribute to and potentially can lead it?
as well. So I think, you know, just standing in solidarity, but also challenge structures that you think do not include our women in them. Oh, wonderful. I think that you, you've got some very good points out there. Uh, we all need to stand together, not just women, but yeah. also men need to support the women as well, you know, yeah. in achieving yeah. achieving what they need, you know, yeah. what, is, yeah. what is rightful, you know, that, that equality, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, do, do you have any role model or role models or inspiration that you draw from for your leadership and what yeah. you do? Please yeah, I think I think um, any woman that I come across has always humbled me with their amazing stories, with what they have done in their life. So I would say any woman, you know, that I see in leadership position or behind like a screen working nine, or, you know, nine to five, going back and taking care of the children or anything like that. But um, specifically, I think my mom, my amma, what? has been my biggest inspiration. Really? I think a lot of the time I go in public and people comment, you're such an amazing person to me. And I think it's not necessarily reflective of how I am, but how, I'm, how my mother has sort of, um, you know, given me lessons of life and has taught me so many values and beliefs that makes me who I am as a person. So if you're complimenting me, I think the real person who deserves that is my mum uh-huh. because of the way she's brought me up. Wow. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about your mom. What are the characteristics you really, really, you know, admire or you you enjoy? Um, my mom is sort of okay. I'm getting a little bit emotional. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is someone who who is uh, um you know who's funny. So if I am crying or I'm in a situation where I don't know what to do, she'll make a joke out of it. But when I am sitting down and when I've done something wrong. Um, you know, you could see that she's being a mother, but at the same time, she's my teacher. She would guide me through the process of where I've gone wrong and how I can come out of it. And that is one of the biggest reasons why whatever I do, I always question um, why am I getting offended or, you know, what is wrong or what is right. It's because my mom has always sat down with me and challenged me to think beyond the social norms. Um, you know, and she's always the person. My mom is someone who has stayed home most of her life. She's a housewife, but she has never let that get into the way of me or my sister achieving anything in life. I think at times she would, you know, not necessarily fight, but she would oppose family members who have thought differently of, you know, a girl being less, um, especially coming back from a background where this is quite prominent. So my mom as an individual is someone you would love to hang out with. My friends um, you know, prefer her company over mine. <laughs> so that's the type of person she is. Right, right. Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad to hear. I really w- wish I could meet your mom, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I know that, you know, you're from Fiji, Indian Fiji background. And yeah. I, I can bet that she can cook up a really good meal. Yeah. Oh, I can cook well. Um, my dad loves my cooking, and that's only because my mom has taught me. So oh, you could man. imagine how amazing her cooking is. Yes, yes. What's What's your favorite food food items that your mom cooks? Um, I'm sorry for my vegan and vegetarians, but I love my mom's lamb curry. It is oh. the best. <laughs> oh, you are a vegan. No, I am not. I'm just saying sorry to people who are and oh, probably have to listen to this. <laughs> I see. I see. It's funny you mentioned that. You know, I, I, my favorite dish from my mom also her lamb curry. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Um, she makes home ground spices, so she doesn't oh, yeah, yeah. goes. 
yeah, and the shop, she makes it herself. So, yeah, again, those things of, like, carrying, you know, your values and beliefs strong with you, not mm. leading, like, modernization or anything, like, get that in the way of you being truly who you are and also carrying your ancestors on your back, you know, things that they teach you, like, how to blend spices, you know, how to do this and that. So that's something that my mom has also, you know, taught me over the time and I carry that very close to my heart. So you will also see me trying to blend spices, even that's not the best. <laughs> All right. yep, so anytime you want to test your mom's cooking, I'm there. Right? <laughs> so you want a guinea pig, you want to test drive something, I am always there. Okay. I will I will keep that in mind for the next time when I make lamb curry. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Um, okay, amazing, Renisha. Thank you for all your answers. Um, That's all good. You are an uh, you know inspiration to the youth leaders, yeah, future <laughs> youth leaders, and keep doing what you're doing. Keep being inspirational and keep uh, being a mentor to the to the future youth ethnic Wahinis out there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lux. And and thank you for your time today in helping DMEC celebrate International Women's Day. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And I hope everyone has a great International Women's Day. Let your loved ones, especially our women, know how much you care for them by just sending them a message. <laughs> See you, guys. Thank you. Bye, Renisha. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you. There we go, dear listeners. Uh, thank you for being part of DMEC on air. And we celebrated International Women's Day today with a lot of wonderful ethnic Wahinis out there. Uh, we talked to Yuja Kim from Korean, uh, the Indian Korean Society president, and she's a wonderful leader. And we talked to Maria Buldain, who's uh, president of Waitaki Multicultural Council. Uh, she's from Uruguay. And we also talked to one of our uh, youth uh, leaders, Renisha, who's a DMEC uh, youth coordinator. And so thank you for listening and thank you for being part of DMEC, part of DMEC on air to, to celebrate this wonderful day. And make sure you reach out to your mom, your daughter, your sister out there and, and any other leaders uh, to wish them uh, a very happy international Women's Day, and also make sure you do your part to to make a difference, to have bring that equality to the uh, gender equality and any other sort of um, thing that you can do to help in this space. All right, Kakite, have a great night and and a wonderful week. Signing off is Lux Salvanesan from Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.